Dynamic Man is back. How's everybody doing? Q, Nico. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uniting all four horsemen for this episode. Back for the first time. Got the East West Coast connection. That's right. Rob's back. We rescued him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back, son. Yeah. It was an arduous, like it was me, Q, and Nico all going around telling people that we had a specific set of skills and that we weren't going to fucking put up with any shit until we fucking found the clues to get our, 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 our guy back. Right? Yeah, I mean, right. I basically came back with just a couple of bumps and bruises, but I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we did well, it, like, way more efficiently than Liam Neeson's. <laughs> Liam Neeson's? Yeah. That's my shit. The Liam Neeson's. That's a really good episode of Key and Peele. <laughs> That's my shit. <laughs> How you guys doing out there? Q, you want? How you gonna call me up, man? <laughs> Go ahead. Don't take a status man, update. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. One. You know what I mean? I'm uh, I'm up in I'm up in New York right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, it, was, right. uh, it was my girl's birthday uh, on New Year's Eve, so I came ah. up here for a little bit. Well, happy belated to the lady. Appreciate you. Yeah, how was that during quarantine? Like, I was. Did you like plan a whole date and everything? Like, is there still? I don't know what the situation is out there. Like, is everything shut down? Yeah, what? everything's like pretty much shut down. So it was like we were just gonna be chilling in the crib, getting okay. fucked up. I mean, so that's we how chilled it in the crib where he got fucked up. Yeah. All right, I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Q, how you doing? We're doing all right. Just uh, you know, hanging out down here in DC. Just uh, you know, um, trying to. Not murder people. Yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, because they're having the uh, the Proud Boys are coming tomorrow to DC to do another march. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. So that's that's that whole thing. So you know, really? Yeah, they're doing it again. They they come down like every like two weeks, three weeks. So they come and do like a big Proud march Boy? and like shut everything down, and people get all hot and bothered and angry. So do you just stay home or do you walk around and count how many times you say, I wish a nigga would? Uh, I don't have to count. It's just the way I speak. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, I mean, what's the involvement with that? Like, what's your, uh, what's your take on that? Like, I know it's in your town. Cause I, for example, like I know when it's definitely not even to any level like that, when they ain't had any of those protests or anything that was similar out here in San Diego, which is, Fucking protest light. It was not even saying I could imagine out there. Yeah. But a lot of it is just, I keep my distance and let people have the opportunity to express themselves. And as long as people are being safe, I just stay out of it. But I know things are a lot more, a lot more heavy back east. Um, So I'm kind of curious how you guys handle that. Well, I mean, it did get kind of little serious over here. Like, people do stupid vandalizing, but you know, like, I'm talking about like, no, I just mean like at that little Russian restaurant over here that I heard rumors that there's a mob influence in there. Like mm. when the marches and stuff were going around and people were boarding up their businesses, they were standing outside with like fucking AK-47s and stuff. Oh, I don't what? believe it. I, mean, I don't wow. doubt it. Yeah. You know, like we will protect what is ours. And yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. He's like, listen, we act like we sell food, but we're real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. The whole thing is money still in fucking porridge over here. <laughs> Potato soup and having turnips. Like, yeah, no, we got all the real businesses in the back, back office, downstairs in the basement. 
Yeah, but I know it's more serious out in DC. So no, it's just uh, you know, it's you know, people come down. There's way more uh, you know, DC's a DC's like a blue and left town. So, you know, when they come down, like everybody else comes out, so it turns into a little bit of a a little tussle. Um yeah. by know, blue demon crips. <laughs> Yo, a lot of don't, let, cool, cool, cool. don't let Nico get out there. He'll he'll show him how it's done. Uh you're, exactly. Show him how it's done done. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's like um wow. Yeah, they just kind of they just kind of come down to send and just like, you know, all the trailers and stuff and all the things and just, you know, people are there's just there's just so many different ways where they um it's freedom of speech. They should and they ought to come down and say what they mean to say and do all the things they mean to do. Um and so at the same time, I wish, uh, and not even I wish, like there's like this like hypocrisy in the way in which this goes down that doesn't, um, that often doesn't get talked about where it's just like, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there my, at the coffee shop talking to my man and having a good time. And all of a sudden, you know, this trailer comes down and they start like just antagonizing and saying whatever. And then these are the same folks that call, you know, you know, rioters, looters, or protesters, all the rest of these things. And, you know, call people out their names for, you know, nobody's died on this. Like nobody gets unjustly anything, right? Like it's, it's a false equivalency, the the conversations that are being had. And it's just, you know, it's a bunch of people that are, you know, upset because of conspiracies and, <laughs> It's just wild to watch yeah. and like to know that there's so many people in the United and, you know, that there, you know, this country was built on this kind of stuff, but then to know that even today with the ability to ability to, um, really just, you know, get clear information and to really like understand where I don't, I don't mean to take this show on a real serious note. I know we're trying to be funny, but like, it's just like, it's just, it's like, you know, when people say like, Oh, do you think that, you know, we could really have a chance to like, you know, come together as a people and like do like right the wrongs and do the things. And when you see this, you're just like, I don't think so. I don't know if people are really going to, you know, look at information and go, shit, maybe I got this wrong. And like, you know, like we do when we look at shit and like, Oh shit, damn. Like, fuck uh you know you know all all kool-aid that's red flavored ain't delicious you know what i'm saying like some of this fucking nasty shit i mean you know whatever and it's all gonna give you diabetes um but like got that sugar yeah it's got that sugar in it i just i just you know being down here it's just it it's it's more than anything else it's just like it's the more it's like it's demoralizing to know to know, like, I know for a fact, I grew up around here. I know for a fact that, you know, I know a fact for a fact that like what lives and what breathes and what breeds, you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes outside the city, outside of DC. And mm -hmm. like that version of the world still like still breeds, breathes and like lives on hate. And then they bring it here and where they know that like people are like, people are on some other shit and which is a whole nother, you know, classism and shit like that. But they bring it here and then, you know, they have the nerve uh, to draw these, you know, 
to draw these parallels and say like, well, you're infringing upon motherfucker. People are literally burning in churches. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you protesting right now? Well, this is my right to roll. It's our, it's like, it's mother, it's people's rights to put up their hands and like say, like say to a police officer, like I'm not resisting arrest and not die. Right. And like, that's not even hyperbole at this point. And so like, you know, uh, my favorite meme so far that I saw was just like, you know, to all the good cops, you know, I know there's good cops on the force, but to all the good cops, like you're doing a pretty fucking shitty job of being the example and like helping. And so like, yeah, like it kind of makes it, it, it just all of that, you know, you see the blue flags and you see everything, you just like. No, I definitely feel like it's um. Yeah. Most of our, I feel like most of the audience we've accumulated so far is like out here in San Diego or in California, period. And uh, sometimes if you just hear about it, it's easy for them to like turn a blind eye to it. Like, oh, it's not real because they don't have to see it. So I feel like it is definitely important to hear from people who are like right in the middle of all the bullshit, you know, like, no, this is something I face every day or something I have to face regularly, you know, like it's things are a little sweet out here in California. You know, <clears throat> we don't have to deal with like, dude, I, I went to school in, in Atlanta for a while, like, and the racism gets, gets pretty thick, you know, if you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the wrong areas, you know? So, and it was one of those things that like growing up in California, you would deal with it here and there, but like Rob said, it's like, it's light work compared to like when you get to the South, like certain parts of the East coast. And I'm sure like certain, like the flyover States and stuff like that. So having you kind of detail exactly what you're seeing out there. Like, yeah, I think it's definitely important. Like fuck jokes aside, you know, like I definitely want to hear about that stuff. I feel, feel like it's important to let people know. Yeah. I think one of the bigger bands is, uh, is kind of what we talk about is just educate because like it is ignorance is bliss when if we want to keep speaking about people out here i mean it seems like it's exhausting and repetitive but that's what's going to be you know i mean you kind of see the same shit every day but it's hoping that someone who doesn't understand or doesn't uh see it personally so they can't um kind of make themselves adapt and put themselves in your shoes because you're just it's just impossible for them they're hopefully try to slowly educate them and teach them like the hows and whys and how it happens. I mean, you know, maybe they become more of a solution than a problem because ignorance is a problem too. You know, people just turn the blind eye, like just, you know, that's to act like this is nothing's happening, you know? Yeah. But well, 21. So things haven't changed. (laughs) Yeah. 21. Yeah, a lot of people were expecting, you know, I was listening to, uh, actually I was listening to Patrice O'Neill earlier today and they were arguing it was an old argument, like when Barack Obama was about to get elected and the dude, it was on Anthony and Opie, Opie and Anthony, sorry. And uh, they were, Anthony was acting like because Barack Obama was about to get elected, that that meant the end of racism. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? And like, it just, I mean, it sounded stupid then, but even now, like, yeah. that we're like still waist deep in the shit. Like, it just sounds even more stupid, like... But there was definitely like we a were, pocket of people that believe that. Like, well, we were joking about this the other night, man. We were talking about like everybody acted like they're gonna wake up like New Year's Day yeah. and like it would have been like a whole new earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they thought it was like gonna be an etch-a-sketch and just shook it up at midnight, and then yeah. now we're starting new. Yeah, like I mean, there's no COVID, there's no racism. 
I feel like right. Patrice was trying to say like progress <laughs> has been made, yes, but like to imply that racism has been wiped out because we had a black president, that's fucking ridiculous. You know? hmm. So not dangerous. Yeah. yeah, Nico, do you have a point? I just said it's not it? dangerous, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, so since this is the first time all four of us have kind of uh been able to touch base again, uh we want to catch up with you guys and kind of let you guys know or get your guys' feedback on the things we've been planning possibly for the show, et cetera. And I think the biggest thing we've been kind of working on is our mascots. We were planning on getting like a um like an animal mascot, kind of like a the Cheerios B. I'm gonna go with Scott's mascots. Or the, <laughs> the I kind of want to have like a <clears throat> like a us a dynamic menace versus all the Disney characters. Like we're gonna go yeah. take a trip to either we go over there, we're all meet up in Orlando. Yeah. Fuck Minnie Minnie and Mickey up. <laughs> we'll just have all of our mascots just go. Yeah, we we kind of decided to go with like how the Ronald how McDonald's has um Ronald mm-hmm. McDonald and like all the characters in McDonald Land. So we have like several characters that we want to run past you guys but we need your feedback yeah. and we need help with the origin story and maybe some some more of their little oomph to them yeah right. um let me see i have them listed right all right so first all right you guys ready i'm with it <laughs> it's psyched i can hear I it. it the that's there <laughs> <laughs> all right number one was uh gumdrop the tourette syndrome unicorn mm. and uh it's a, it's a, well, you tell him, Rob. I feel like this was your, uh... so he's a unicorn and obviously the visual stereotype, he's like, he's got to have some gay tendencies, but he's super broy. but his part of his Tourette's, you see, all he does is yell homophobic slurs. So he's got this super, like, like didn't we kind of workshop so, it a little bit? So we start though? off with that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we figured out, I don't know the girl's name, but we have, maybe his girlfriend, maybe his girlfriend's the one that's, uh. You you have the idea of making sure that well, there's a balance. I, my idea was to like make Gumdrop a girl and make her definitely like a little kind of like pixie type unicorn, and then she has like a boyfriend that's like a unicorn as well, but he's like super broy, super juice tested yeah. up, and then she just has Tourette's in general. You know, she has one. Yeah, yeah. So she she talks normal. She talks very sweet, just so you can have like the juxtaposition of her being like floaty, floaty, floaty unicorn, unicorn, then. Ah, 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 so and like these aren't these aren't at all like meant to be um insensitive it's more like how (laughs) yeah that 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 at the he's like these are not intended to be no not at all it's awareness it's like how on sesame street they use cookie monster to teach that you shouldn't just eat cookies all the time right Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, to raise awareness, so like <laughs> of, of cookie overconsumption. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I feel like there's like other things. That we could <laughs> well, like we're 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 just spitballing here. We welcome you guys <laughs> feedback or info. I'd rather uh, the unicorn snort coke than us like poke fun at a at a mental. Uh, You'd rather have a drug problem or a party problem, as we would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> party yeah. problem. Yeah, I'd rather wow, make fun of party, people. Okay. I'd rather I'd much rather make fun of addicts. So should we stop with the mascots? Because it's going to get worse. Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> 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 I felt like I didn't really... I, I didn't want it to be like poking fun. Huh? 
I don't see. <laughs> that's I, just that's just the snowflake on the top on the top of the iceberg. That's yeah, just. So the, this is what I'm saying. So this is part of one comedy and two. Like we're not poking fun at anybody with Tourette's, or if you're homophobic, it's just it's, it's a reality. There are people yeah. who have Tourette's, and maybe mm-hmm. they randomly will see we, some. We can use it like as teachable moments to be like, "Hey, that's not because <laughs> I can say that kind of stuff." The NBC but, peacock and the rainbow comes out. Yeah, exactly. The starts more, talking. Yeah, exactly. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, you don't have to take my word for it. Mm. Just give them a website where yeah. they can read stuff. What's, what's, the, what's, the ne- what's the next one? I'm curious now. Yeah, now you've, right. now you've oh, piqued no, no, my no. curiosity as far as how far this how far this tunnel goes. Flapjack, the sexually aggressive panda. Oh wow! So um, yeah, and you just kind of teach them that, like, you know, hey, this. All right, we had we had like we were talking about on the show last night. So basically, we had a story where uh, maybe he just. He had like an adopted father who was like really irresponsible with the way he taught his adopted son about the way relationships work, et cetera. And like a lot of our interactions with him is like screwing his head back on right. Like, listen, that's not okay to do this. It's not okay to do that. Can't just you know? be grabbing a pussy. Yeah, things like that. <laughs> and like slowly but surely, like we want all these characters to have like an arc, you know? So like maybe by season two, He's not so sexually aggressive. He's kind of toned it down a little bit. Yeah. He went from like trying to take it out by fucking two pillows. Yeah. And now he's just kind of uh, talking things out. Yeah. <laughs> <Are> we- <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. What's, what's, the, uh, what's the medium that we're, that we're using for this? Uh, we're actually going to use these uh, on the Instagram and like for the, the ad promos that we do. So we're I'm, not even got, gonna, I'm not even going to front. I literally was looking down at my phone for a second because I got a message. So like, yeah. I completely didn't even hear what the description was. That's why everything went silent. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I literally didn't hear anything. Like, I was just like completely just like zoned out for a that second. That was the most executive the thing you could do. <laughs> that was executive <laughs> as fuck, bro. Abusive and intrusive panda. His name is Flapjack. Okay, he's flat. Okay, he's like used- a panda bear, but he's like Pepe Le Pew. You know, Flapjack the Me Too panda. <laughs> See, this is why we need you guys in the writing room. Like, mm. this, this is uh, spitball. Yeah. We're, we're letting See people. What sticks. Yeah, we're letting people listen in on our writers, like our process. So you know, it's like, it's like, saying, it's, what's that? They were saying that there's like character arcs, right? Right. And we're going to help these characters become better people over time. Okay. And so by like season two, perhaps Flapjack, the sexually aggressive panda, would right. have like toned it down a bit. Um, I just I see a lot of room for problems, <laughs> just a lot, a lot yes. of room for problems. Yeah, They're like uh, that's. It sounds like that's what they want. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think this is like you know, the right, like. So maybe those first two weren't for you. Okay, yeah. what, what, let's see. I feel like this is this is like the weirdest used car sale lot ever. They're like, oh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe you don't like the unicycle that that like you know assaults you constantly. Really, um, you don't want ejection seats. <laughs> Champagne's not your color. Cool, cool, cool. Well, cool, cool, cool. Like maybe... You don't like pinstripes in the shape of a swastika. Okay. <laughs> I feel like maybe. I mean, I that connection, You're not hearing us describe these things accurately, like clearly. <laughs> it's uh, an accuracy okay. problem. I see. I'm not listening. That's what the problem. It's a unicorn with Tourette syndrome. Hello. Uh, yeah. No. All right. Uh, so next was uh, Biscuit the Flat Earth Raccoon. Okay, this one I'm down for hearing. Yeah, it's pretty much a. Uh, it, I mean, it's a, it's pretty much self-explanatory. But we also 
we wanted to be more like the Hamburglar style where like this character likes to fuck with the show and like tries to dismantle it. But also he's kind of into flat earth theories and uh, he's very determined and stubborn about listening to uh, the actual science on showing that the earth is, is, is probably round. I am always down for a character that speaks the flat earth truth. <laughs> um, the sweet sweet gospel way, of yeah the if there's any way that i can that i can get the message piece. out and be a part of that i would love well, see, to. like i just feel like each of these characters somebody will be able to connect with one of them you yeah. know like yeah. we want to be inclusive but we have like a bunch of characters from all walks of life with different you know uh backgrounds ethnicities beliefs all kinds of things so yeah and it's, it's we're not it's real life home. So uh, I think next one was Raymond the Cuck Giraffe. Mm. Oh my God. All right. But yeah. Okay. Hello. Okay. Continue. Yeah. I mean, is, is it all in the name? Is that, I feel like most of these, it's like no, as soon as you no. deliver the name, there's just like, it's like, it's like the description, please see name. Yeah. No, no. Well, I, I, I felt like you guys were going to uh, interject something right there. Uh, no, so his name's Raymond. Uh, he's a giraffe. Interject. I wouldn't want it. Well, actually, what we didn't really. Um, so the two things we were thinking about, and again, we were just putting this all together randomly. So I feel like you were relying on some shock value there. Okay, we were just kind of feedback. I thought that's just what it was. Yeah. I thought we we're in the, the trust tree of the branches, but I don't know. <laughs> sure. that's cool. Um, but yeah, so basically, obviously his wife's a whore, but I didn't know if she was like, did we make her feel bad? Like, is she like? Paying for rent. That's what we were trying to figure out. Yeah. Like, is, uh, maybe he's into it too. Like, yeah. I was like, why does she have to be a whore? Can it be like a kink? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the lesson that we teach. Like, that's that's why we need you guys. Yeah. It'll teach that, like, kink shaming is wrong. Yeah. He's a giraffe, but he has a, he has a brother. Well, I think it, like, comes out that he agreed to this. Yeah. Yeah. To get married. Like, it was totally voluntary on his part. Maybe, like, the other characters kind of, like, give him shit about it. And then, like, we step in and we're like, hey, this is what he's into. This is lifestyle. Yeah. He likes this. Yeah. Like, stop fucking with him about it. Yeah. Because there are people who live that lifestyle. Yeah. And then we'll have, like, a little flute and song that says, like, King Shaming is wrong. Right? See? These are teachable moments. Boom. (laughs) Let's roll. Do you guys have input on that one? I like it. Q, you're oddly... Oddly silent on all of these. I've heard. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've just i've i've been i've been flowing in and out of like. Uh, I feel like you're on your phone. <laughs> I feel like you're I've on your phone. Some boy. Oh wow. What's that? Hold on. What? <laughs> oh, he heard that. Oh. <laughs> I said, nah. stop sending waffle pics to somebody. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <sighs> waffle fraud. Waffle, waffle fraud. fishing. Yeah, waffle fraud. Waffle fraud. Hashtag. All right, uh, the next one uh, Rob came up with a few days ago uh, was Cannibal Carl, the chicken who loves to eat chicken. Carl. Yeah, he's a chicken. He's That's dark. Chicken. And he rationalizes his eating chickens by he only eats like chicken tenders, chicken fingers, yeah. and nuggies. He's like, have you ever seen a chicken's finger that looks or shaped like this? He goes, yeah. have you ever ate these? These are delicious. He's Why delusional. Yeah, he's very delusional. Yeah. But all he eats is chickens. He's got the diet of a fucking six-year-old. Uh, sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That one's still I feel like these are. I feel like these. Them. I feel like you have like a lot of good. I feel like you have a lot of pieces that like if you if you like mix and match, you could get somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I yeah. feel like they need. I feel like you you it's like you've you've come out with these characters right and like yeah. now you need to like kind of sit there and go like okay so like if we take you know if we take the misogyny of this one and blend it with like the pure homophobia of this one you might mm-hmm. get like a version of like a party like uh like a like like a a, a somewhat like assault driven party person which the bad part about it is like every time you describe these these like fun animals as soon as you take away like the unicorn of it it describes like a dude in new york or in or like or like in la like there's there's literally a person that's like but like when they combine together like voltron they turn into nick nolte (laughs) oh wow (laughs) that was was the best part that was the best part of the great yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta hold that one (laughs) You gotta hold that card <laughs> close to your vest. Uh, oh, that's oh, that's. Mm. Uh, but we still have we still have two more to go, <laughs> right? And this one, I want to arm brace leg you guys leg arm head. It's got body. Let's go. I want to brace you guys for this next one. It's gonna sound kind of bad, right? Uh, but it's there's a whole story that goes behind it that uh, that will will explain after you get past like how bad. The, the name of it could be perceived as. This sounds pretty problematic. Uh, it's. You ready? Yeah. I uh, don't know. Dominic. It's Dominic the Down Syndrome Panda or Koala. Koala. How did I know a Down Syndrome character was? It's coming? never late. It's never. It's never late. It, it never meets like the beat. It like oh dun 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 dun. Right there. Well, like, you know, it's like Timmy and uh, Jimmy from South Park. Like, you know, you want to be inclusive. You want to have everybody represented. Mm-hmm. That was it. It's never late. So what I'm saying is like, somebody like just looking from the outside would be like, oh, they're fucking poking fun at like the, you know, mentally handicapped. Uh, no, that's not at all. At all. We want to okay. be inclusive and like, you know. Make sure everybody's accounted for. We're not going to single him out or like like poke fun at him or be like, oh, hey, yeah. look at... We're going to address all his stems and how to bring those down. Yeah. 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 He's, he's going to be a very capable member of the crew, you know? Uh, wasn't there... There was like... Um, didn't like... I feel like there's like an old Mr. T cartoon <laughs> or something like that where he had like his little gang that he, he solved mysteries with or something like that. And uh, there was like one of the kids like in a handicap, like in a, in a wheelchair. Huh. Right? I'd have to Google that. I guarantee there's like I'm gonna go with yeah, like probably. That area. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one, the last one that uh we came up with as just like a a gag for the Instagram, but I think we both kind of fell in love with them the more we talked about it, was uh Roger, the acquitted of manslaughter by getting off on a technicality hamster. Wow. But he does it often. Yeah, it happens all the time. But he's so adorable. He throws up his little paws. Yeah. I'm like, come on. But it's really to point out like how problematic like our justice system is, like, and how flawed it is, you know. So I feel like all of, all of these things can teach like a lot of lessons to a lot of people if they if they listen. It has the ability to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I think well, we hung up. Well, that wraps up our <laughs> <No, I> d- <laughs> <laughs> So, 
So I guess moving on today, we're going to talk about <laughs> Nolan movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, not only have we lost our crowd, we lost our better half. <laughs> so yeah, the, the grown-up half of the show. I just, yeah. <laughs> Noted, noted. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. well, we'll keep that in the back of your mind. Keep yeah. that back there. We know yeah. it's there. Um, when you forget what we talked about and you're done with your messaging, Q, you can just replay yeah. this later. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. So, <laughs> what are we getting into, guys, today? Uh, we're doing some some movie uh, critique, reviews, study, right? Of a yes. Gentlemen. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Where did, Sorry, where did it, we want to start? Get into it, guys. Yeah, what kind of you guys are taking the lead on this one? Because like I think oh, both sounds of spiteful. No, no, no. Like we so, so. Do... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, we've only seen, I think, the Batman trilogy. Okay. Inception and I've seen Memento. Seen Memento. Yeah. I think I saw Interstellar. That was him too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, have a like, that's a pretty good that's a good that's a good Nolan base. That's not yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's not bad. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. But I mean, I feel like you guys have. Especially with like his most recent movie, Tenet. You guys have. Yeah, I'm still uh, I'm lacking on. I haven't watched that one. Yet. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, shit is fire. So we're kind of yeah. following you guys Tenet, on this one. Tenet requires like Tenet's like um. <sighs> Tenet is like an investment because like once you watch it for two hours, you didn't realize you're gonna watch it three or four more times, and then once you watch it three or four more times, you're gonna start watching the YouTube clips on it. Yeah, and, like that's kind of where I think that's like when it comes to any of these things, right? Like. Like, as soon as you, like, even when you're talking about, like, the mascots, the reason why that shit's hilarious is because, like, you have to go headlong into, like, Opie and Anthony and Patrice O'Neill and, like, um, Jim Norton and even Pat Oswalt and the South Park to, like, really understand, like, get that, get the humor and where that fuck, ar- that shit arrives at. And I feel like with the Nolan movies, like, you got to really invest in, like, understanding like the possibilities of what, like where he's coming from in certain movies and like how, like, no, like for instance, like if you're, if you're watching his shit, like he, you can go, you can take like, you know, you can take the 15 minute, like floating elevator fight scene with him and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right. And like just the approach to that entire scene, which is just like, people have written whole, like, you know, not thesis, but they, a thesis statement, but they've written whole essays on just like understanding that shit. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. it, gets, it gets fucking outrageous. And so like, I think when you're, when you're looking at like, you know, let's take, uh, what is, which the one, uh, what's the title of the one with Bane and Joker? Dark Knight Rises? Dark, 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 Knight, Knight, Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So like, if you take Dark Knight Rises, like, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place, but doing it just to, just to kind of spray as much Nolan as much as possible. Uh, Pornhub lost a whole bunch of videos. So like, you know, we got to do work. And so like, um, I was going to say, I'm like, nothing for that? Zero? Okay, fine. Fuck it. You know what? I try to show up. I try I to give like you guys something. funnier, like, if we just like let it slip in there and like, you know, just part of yeah. Yeah. Just let it. Just let it be normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> normal. I mean, these are facts. These are facts. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. If anybody's listened to any of the episodes before this, they're acclimated to like how much fucking this altitude. Yeah. Exactly. This mm. isn't random here. So. So <laughs> yeah. People coming. I, I think I think anybody coming over to hear me talk about anything, they're just gonna be like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. <laughs> well, Nope. I was born in your mother. <laughs> I love her darkness. Yeah. 
We just, dude, we just got done pitching a fucking sexually aggressive panda. Like, I'm actually Bane's gonna be part of my next promo. Yeah, and I'll yeah. use him as a porno guy. He's yeah. So you were saying about the Dark Knight Rises? Porno. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to, like, when it comes to like the Dark Knight, like, I think the big thing about that one is. You know, everybody, you know, you'll get like somebody drunk or high at a bar. They'll be like, the Joker is the protagonist. And it's like, yeah, but how? Yeah. Right. Like, and it's that how part, like when you start like breaking it down and you take, you take Batman and you put him as the villain and you put the Joker as the protagonist, you put, and like all of a sudden it starts, that whole series starts looking and feeling differently. And I think that's something that Nolan does very well. Right. And like, in t- I'm not going to get into Tenet because like that, I don't want to ruin it for you. But like even one of the titles of one of the characters in the movie is the protagonist. But one of the things about being the protagonist of a Christopher Nolan movie is that you are not the protagonist. Yeah, but he definitely keeps it interesting. Yeah. And like so like when you look at ba- when you look at Batman, this is where Nico was talking about in the previous episode where he was just like, Batman has like literally he needs to see a he needs to seek a trauma counselor and like get shit worked out because like like Gotham's not doing great since he showed up. And like. And, and on top of it, like he's like the one person who literally like in the opening sequence of Dark Knight Rises, he literally cripples the entire mob. Yeah. Literally, like wipes the whole, does something that Batman's been working on doing since the beginning. He just does it. What? And then yeah. like uh, you know he does all this other stuff, but like the question becomes like were these things like actually going to transpire, or were they just tests to show like how like how corrupt the entire system and city is? And it's just like I think he does a really good job. Like in Inception, like you're watching the whole time, and everybody's like, "The Leo, are they in the are they in the dream? Or are they not in the dream with the spinning uh, ring?" And like you're just and you're just like, well, you know, and it's like the only reason why they're in there doing this thing is because fucking Leo keeps jumping in and doing fuck shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're you're like constantly challenged. Yeah. (laughs) I think you're constantly challenged with like you constantly you you just get fucked up with like you know it's it's real life you know and that's what he does well is like you know is Matthew McConaughey a dick for like leaving his entire family and like going off into space to like follow this weird fucking you know hard on of a dream that he has for being an explorer. And like going after this pipe dream of like doing this thing instead of spending his last moments on earth, like really like connecting with his family and being a great dad. Right. Or, it, you know, or, or he ultimately end up saving civilization. Right. And now they're suspended in space and doing all that crazy stuff. But up until like the bitter end, he like he loses everything. Like that shit's crazy. Like, do you, like nobody has it. Like I, I barely have it in me to like lose everything on the off chance that I'm going to end up in like some fifth dimensional box, like fucking trying to transmit the entire binary code of like a, that's going to save civilization to a watch. Yeah. That fucking ticks weird. Too soon. Too much. No, are y'all no, just give me, are y'all just give me back for being silent earlier. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> You're like, fuck this like dude. processing all of that. Cause like, uh, I definitely, I was, I would, what I was thinking about is, the stories that are definitely more compelling are the ones where like the edges to either side are kind of blurry. Like, and I think Nico kind of touched on it in an episode before where he was talking about like how Killmonger, you can kind of, yeah, they changed him in the movie, but and I think you said it too, Q, like when you can kind of empathize with the quote villain 
a little bit more and see where he's coming from and see he's not just a mustache twirling bad guy. Like, you know, he has, he has skin in this. Like he believes what he's doing. That's why I love Magneto, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he's not trying to be a fucking asshole. He's not trying to be a villain. He's trying to stop the persecution of his people, you know? And uh, yeah, definitely looking at it from the Joker side in the Dark Knight. That's, that's I definitely feel like that's what he wanted you to do, or like at least kind of see where he's coming from, expose like this corrupt system and like these people with their ideals as like a thin like coat of armor that is easily fucking shattered. Mm. Question, 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 actually. Yeah. I have a unique, I have a, this is, this brings about a unique conundrum. You guys know how I feel about Batman, right? Uh We went over this on the, was, was Rob here for that? No. Yeah, Rob, Rob, yeah, yeah, he was here for that one, yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, yeah, I feel how I feel about Batman. Do you feel like Christopher Nolan betrayed the character of the Joker by doing that? Because although he did make a good movie, that is not a comic book joke. Like, comic book Joker requires him not having these things. Um, I don't know if betrays the word. I mean, I've always been an advocate for someone who isn't scared to sell their vision and kind of put it on there. Mm -hmm. I'm never opposed to, you know... I feel like there's some great writers and great directors that have their own vision. Now, some of them might be outlandish, but I think for the most part, the ones that obviously made it, like, you know, obviously not only he had his vision of, of everybody plays a role, like everybody is a piece to the puzzle, you know? And that's just kind mm-hmm. of the piece that Joker was playing in his story that he wanted to tell. So I wouldn't say betray. Uh, and also I've never been one to say that they have to stick to the actual comic book, like, Mm-hmm. Like kind of yeah. I, I feel like it's weird for someone to say the words like, oh, so-and-so was the best on-screen version of blah, 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 right? But it's like, yeah, but they also like weren't that character at all. Like they were someone, they were just someone who had the same name. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I agree with what you're saying. I think what people, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. I think it's more like, I think if a character appealed to the person as much or kind of made them go, oh, I mean, I really feel like it. Like, for example, you know, even someone like, uh, if we're sticking to villains, what make people like, like, I love Thanos. I mean, mm-hmm. his idea and his, his, his reasons and his whys, his drive, his passion for making sure he got the Infinity Gauntlet is because he felt he was doing what was right, you know? Mm-hmm. And I appreciate a guy who has this drive, he has this plan, He's like, dude, I'm sticking my guns. I'm making a sacrifice. I'm about to kill my favorite daughter because in the bigger picture, this is going to allow me to do what I feel is my bigger picture, my, my, you know, basically my destiny to do is right, you know? And I, I feel like those are the characters and those storylines are the ones where, oh, I love him. Like, it, it may not be like, oh, I love that version of Thanos because there's a couple of different versions of him and it's some that like run them and rule them differently, but uh, I hear what you're saying, like, oh, like, they just like that version of Joker or they like his depiction of it. I'm open to adaptations, too, because, like, even the example you just gave of Thanos, like, that's not kind of what his motivation was in the comics. And yeah. I don't know how many people would have been, like, able to wrap their head around this idea of he's, like, you know, death slam piece, pretty much, you know, like, yeah. he really is right. just doing this to impress death. 
you know? Yeah. So I feel like the alterations they make in order to get like a, a clean narrative, sometimes if it works, you know, I'm okay with it. As long as, long as it's not too far off of, of the feel of the character. I don't know if that makes sense. Because I, I feel like they still kind of represent, Batman still kind of represents like law and order and Joker still kind of represents chaos and anarchy, anarchy. in that in that movie. Sure. I didn't really I see, me I see too much, but I see what you're saying 100. percent How y'all feel about? Did we talk about the new Batman? Like Page or some, whatever his name is? No, I don't think we really did yet. The What's um, the Robert Pattinson, the Robert Pattinson one? one? No, 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 no. I'm somewhere in the comic books. Oh, signal, uh, signal, signal, signal. Oh, I, I brought it up. I mean, like the new one, meaning with Tim Fox? Um, signal, like the character that they're having, like replace Batman. I, uh, I don't think we have talked about him yet. No. Oh, yeah. No, they're like replacing. I mean, you know, it's comic books, so they probably. Is that what they're calling the Tim Fox one? Um, say it again. Is that what they're calling the, the one uh, that Tim Fox is going to be portraying? Um, is it Tim Fox? Yeah, so Lucius, Lucius Fox's son. Yeah, 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 Lucius's son. Yeah, but like he was called. He was going by Signal up to a certain point. But oh, all right. He's apparently like taking over the mantle of Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I knew. I didn't know that that part. I didn't know if he was going by that name or what. I know that he was going to take over the Cape and Cow, and then Bruce Wayne was still alive, but he was like going by another vigilante name. He was still doing stuff, but Bruce Wayne was like, he he was doing his stuff, but not as Batman. Oh, gotcha. You got more details about it, Nico? I don't. I was hoping one of you guys did. I know it's still kind of fresh. I don't know if the series came out. I know a lot of the pre kind of like, it's kind of the promote the series is coming out, but I don't even know if it's out yet. Gotcha. Um, we kind of talked about it because we were... We looked it up and like we were both like interested in it, and then we looked up to see like how people were reacting to it, and everybody was like, it seemed to be widely negative that people were just upset that they were replacing him, replacing Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like, I think kind of the reason why I wanted to bring it up earlier was kind of like, do we applaud or hate that they like they made it like well, or even that they made it a, a deal that he was black, you know, or the yeah. fact that like. Did it did it have something to do with the storyline, or were they try to attract uh, a different, you know, demographic and try to act like they were just kind of broader in the horizon? No, I think they did that shit because they literally copied the Miles Morales spin. Yeah, they literally brought a black character out of nowhere, kept you in suspense for a little while about who he was, and you're like, oh, this guy seems important. Yeah, and then was like, and he's the new guy, and like everyone (laughs) is upset. So it's just like I don't know. I don't. I think it's like. it's one of those things where it's like, are we beyond the point of, okay, for example, right? Like, I would say, one, we're beyond the point of, like, introducing, like, new ethnic versions of the same character. Like, why not? Like, to me, like, a real, like, I guess, spend on diversity, if you're going to, like, simplify the terms. A real spend on diversity means investing in, like, a new character altogether and writing yeah. him into stories in a way where he's, like, integral so that he becomes interesting. Um, so I think, one, that's, like, the way to do it because that's how you do it with any good character, right? And, like, from an equal opportunity perspective, it's, like, that's how you've always broken white characters who just pop up out of nowhere. They're just new fucking characters. Yeah. Two, uh, yo, like, Static Shock, bro, like, 
you guys have like a really good basis for like a character that I feel like y'all don't invest in at all. No. Um, and he's super OP. It's like just based on how you write him, you can do a whole lot with him. So it's like if you don't, uh, it's like, you know, kind of like an indicator, like, okay, this is how you treat your current black characters anyway. So it's like it's to be expected almost. Yeah. Um, so I just like, I mean, for those reasons, I think it's kind of like whack. In retrospect, like the Miles Morales thing, like you can place it in that light, but it was the first time that it happened. So yeah. it's like, okay, cool. Like you did it and like it worked <clears> for you, but you also understood, like, I feel like you understood like, okay, like, you know, they did Ms. Marvel instead of another Captain Marvel and they made her who she is. And then they did like Iron Heart to replace Tony Stark. And like, but it was like a different character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I just feel like DC right now, I'm not really in a space where I like respect what DC is doing a whole lot because I feel like they leaned on the middle event like way too heavily. Um, and now it's kind of like they just use that to like, you know, as a plot device for fucking anything. And they're copying a lot of pages from Marvel and they're doing it in a really bad way. Like it's hollow. How much do you think is like of backlash when we get like a new character with like a new gender or new ethnicity is like people just kind of getting fed up with like this repeatedly happening and it seeming to be not done in a way that feels natural. Cause like, it's not even just like comics, like it's happening kind of in movies too. I think we talked about like the, fe yeah. the female Ghostbusters, which I don't think them being female was the problem, but there was definitely like a voice that was, I think coming from that place where it seemed like some of these things were happening just for the sake of having different genders or different ethnicities. Like it's not like somebody who's passionate about these, these characters or these properties or franchises who has like an idea of like how to expand the universe. It's somebody who's just like, Oh, this thing exists. It doesn't have anything that I like in it. Let me fucking change it. You know? And then like all the people who loved it are like, well, why? I don't get why you're, you're, you're changing it just to change it. Like, it's not like a story reason or anything. It's just all of a sudden, now it's a new character that's female instead, you know? I feel like it's happening a lot now. Cause like, isn't the new, the new 007 the female and like, like yeah. I said, Ghostbusters and it's happened, it's been happening in comics like for the last few years. Like with Thor, there's a female Thor and you know, uh, <clears throat> different ethnicity, Ms. Marvel, like you said, so. I feel I like there's like differences because like the, 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 to me, like the female Thor uh, did well because there was yeah. a really great story. Um, yes. When you look at um, Black Panther and and uh, his sister becoming uh, sure. Black Panther, there's a story there. So it's like whenever there's a story, I feel like it does really well. It's, yes. It's when it's not that there's an issue. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm kind of curious. I want to read. I don't want to speak um, out of school on this because I, I want to. I'm really am curious about the Tim Fox thing. But in my opinion, um, I kind of want like there, there's only like certain ways where you can kind of you know interject uh, another like how to how to diversify them, especially in that Batman you know kind of storyline. The idea of Batman isn't Bruce Wayne, but they also are pretty good about going, well, dude, this dude's getting older. He's dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's got a he's got a, an expiration to him. But they understand that in Gotham, 
hypothetically, everyone just looks at Batman as just this figure, this symbol. So how can you keep Batman? But obviously, realistically, Bruce Wayne's got to move on. So I think the reason why maybe they didn't make a new character for Tim Fox or whoever they would have put in is because the idea of Gotham losing Batman was a huge problem that, like, the idea that Gotham always needed a Batman. So in my opinion, the reason why they didn't want to just make a new character, like another sidekick, if you will, like another Robin or another, you know, whatever form, is because they had a, you know, really pass the mantle on to to somebody i feel like everybody was kind of upset from the things that i i seem to remember when we were looking at like the reviews or people like complaining about it is they felt that it should have been one of the former robins like somebody that they kind of yeah i mean and that's the other thing like so that's also opinion so you can go on and read those like did grayson the whole time wanted nothing to do with batman as ironically he is everything like batman he wanted to be his own which is why he became nightwing Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Todd is obviously he's doing his thing. I mean, I mean, over the end of any of the newer Robins, like, would they? And that's why I'm curious. I, I'm speaking out ignorance again because I know nothing about Tim Fox's background. I just know that he's an estranged son of Lucius Fox. So I'm kind of curious what his story is. So um, I don't know if it's any better or worse than any of the other, you know, like Tim Drake or anything like that. But I'm only being silent because y'all have ventured into territory that I am not fluent in. I, the only reason I didn't mention is because I thought you were handling stuff on your phone. <laughs> okay, cool. No, you're, yeah. you're doing great. No, well, just, how about I'm, this? So out of, out of what you heard, so um, my opinion, this is actually even better. So someone who probably not knowledgeable on all the characters, what is your opinion on how to maybe interject whether a new gender, a new you know, diversity of, of culture into a, into a storyline that's been pretty prominent, like a Batman, or if you want to say the Avengers, like how do you, how do you properly... Put, put a new character or, or develop somebody in there? I mean, to kind of... Let me just, just be a dick about it. They have no problems with making any character white no matter what. Zero. Like, zero problem with, like, making any character at any time, like, either... Like, they'll, they'll have written somebody to be particularly dark-skinned. They'll make them light-skinned. They'll, like, um, in books... Harry, it happens in Harry Potter constantly... Like there's whole there's whole sections of like people being somebody being lesbian or gay and they'll make them straight, right? They have no problems with flipping the script. Um, but as soon as it's like and like the, you know, the and the problem is is like when it's like with the Ghostbusters thing, the reason why Ghostbusters is so like egregious is because it's a fucking shitty movie. Yeah. Right. And then it gets it fucked up. Because, females, yeah. yeah. It happens like the I I'm like the 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 cast for that movie got a shitty run at a shitty movie because like, and they, they happened to be, and not even happened to be, it was the all women cast. So it's like on this one, you need to make it good. Cause you're changing Canon. And like, I think when you change something you, like, you know, and Nico knows this cause I say it all the time. If you're going to do something different than everything else, then it needs to be better than everything else. Period. Like if you're yeah. going, if, if I'm going to wear, if I'm going to, you know, I'm going to show up to work at, at 10 o'clock and everybody else shows up at seven 30. Do I perform better at 10 30? That's better than everybody else. Yes. Well then you get to show up at 10 30 motherfucker. Like that's what you get to do. But until that time, like you better show up at seven with everybody else. Like, like, right. If you're going to change, if like into the spider verse was the best Spider-Man movie, period, yeah. period. There ain't shit better than that. I don't care what you say. 
Like Sony yeah. literally threw like they they were literally trying to tank that movie while they were making it, and they just figured out how, the whole team figured out how to make that shit dope as fuck, and it worked. And like like if you're going to go do a thing, like don't be timid now. Like all of a sudden you're gonna make the cast all women, and then you're gonna be like, well, we're gonna try to do these like slapstick. No, fucking go for it. Like yeah. do do what they did with a. Uh, 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 Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Like that movie is completely it it simultaneously hinges the entire Marvel universe, but at the same time it's a complete throwaway. That's like a feat upon feat. Like Nico's heard me talk about this for hours. Like how the fuck do you do that? And it's just like if you're going to introduce, you know, if you're going to introduce Black Green Lantern, if you're going to introduce because there is one, right? If you're yeah, going to introduce yeah. like, you know, you know, all the all the female versions of all the male characters that we have cuz they're they do exist because like, you know, artists are perverts and they like to draw ladies and all the types of stuff. So like there's, there's female. You say multiverse. uh, (laughs) You say multiverse. Multiverse. My bad. You don't out them as perverts. (laughs) (laughs) Not right off the bat. But yeah, if you're going to do all that shit, like just, just fucking just like, it's, 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 it sounds, I know it's difficult because like there's money, but you're here to make millions of dollars. Yeah. Like Bill Burr said the joke, he's like, I'm not going to be on the fuck, I'm not going to be the sex symbol in my own movie, even if I'm directing it, because we're here to make millions of dollars. Ben Stiller has six, had a six pack on Meet the Fockers. Why? Because we're here to make millions of dollars. Mm. Not a couple hundred grand, millions. Why are you being timid now? Yeah, yeah. Right? Nah, like they, they literally like just, they didn't even play it safe. They just went with some other shit where it's just like, what the fuck happened? And so like, yeah, I, I you know. Like the Barack Obama presidency being usurped by Trump, so we can't be critical of that. We can't be yeah. critical of fucking Ghostbusters because, like, some fucking Proud Boys got up and started being like, well, it's not the same as what I grew up with. It's never going to be. And it shouldn't. It should change. Like, so- Solo was the best Star Wars film that came out recently. It should because it changed canon. Well, it really didn't. It actually went along with a whole bunch of other shit. But, like, it was going in a new direction and it was showing that the universe was bigger than these fucking eight people we keep following. Yeah. Which would have been dope. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell them um, why you mad, son. Tell them why you mad, son. <laughs> Yo, I just... Fucking frauds. <laughs> Fraudulent <laughs> ass. Like, that's the thing. And that's what it is. It's like, all of a sudden, they're, they're, they're fucking frauds. You're going to do all this work and put all this shit up here. You're going to get fucking Scarlett Johansson to be... The, and by the way, I get it. I understand. But, like, you could have done Eon Flux if you were going to that shit. And that would have been dope as fuck. We would have yeah. loved to see Eon Flux get a re- reboot. I would have loved to see that shit. And you could have totally done that with, like, any... Like, oh, my God. And then... And they already do that with, like... Charlize Theron. Yeah, but like they and they did like an okay job. Like I said, it would have been a reboot. But they, I mean, but again, we keep pouring money into Punisher and keep doing that like half-heartedly rather than just letting it be as raw and fucking rugged as it is. Yeah, like the like Punisher story. Like they get close with they got close with Netflix, right? But they still like didn't get real. Like that motherfucker went through some shit. Like he's got he's got legitimate beef. Yeah, they don't give Frank his props. Nah, that motherfucker got beef. And also, he's the only one who's the um does it. He's he's one of those cast that can, his superpower is not even a superpower. It's literally just him being so like him being able to control his mind down to like the like the last nth. Like it's literally meditation. So like right, that's his superpower, right? Besides all his technical ability and all the rest of that shit and like all of his physical ability, but that's all trained shit. He literally trained himself. I think there's a there's a um 
And, you know, Nico might know this or you guys might know this, but there's a villain that literally is like a kill grave and he fakes being under his mind control the entire time to get so close to him that he kills him because he can, he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm Punisher. I can control my shit. Mind control doesn't work on him. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work. He has full control of his mind. It's not even a superpower. It's literally meditation. <laughs> yeah, they don't really touch on that on the Netflix show. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. No. They're so resistant to pain. It's like, no, he has full control of his mind. There is, it's not, he has t- that 10% bullshit. It's not that. It's literally like, you can't fuck with him. He has such a, a fundamental grounded center of who he is and what his goal is that that's it. Nothing yeah. can get in his way. He won't let it. Um, you know what, honest, I mean, we were, we were talking about Nolan, like, this is a would you want to see like, <laughs> would you want to w- see like a, a Nolan Marvel movie? Like, or who, what character would you want to see him tackle? Strange. Doctor Strange? Ooh. You know, the one thing about him, he's, uh, I do appreciate it because overall he's about telling a good story and it keeps you surprised. Like you never really know what's going on. Like, He's not so uh, Shalomon, but he does have his twist. And it's yeah. like, he's about fucking what's really happening. And there's no love, emotional interest. It's like, listen, I, and I do appreciate that. So what Marvel guy would I want him to do? Mm. Nico, would you take him over Sam Raimi doing the? Because Sam Raimi's doing the next Doctor Strange, right? Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's a horrible <laughs> idea. I think that's why there's so, um, there's so much buzz about there possibly being a Spider-Man cameo or appearance from either Tom Holland or Tobey Maguire in the next Doctor Strange movie because it goes from... Well, they already got Alfred Molina and uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, for the next Spider-Man movie. So, I mean, obviously they tie everything together, but it's going from the WandaVision show that comes out, like, I think in a week or two, where they're going to do some multiverse stuff, which leads in directly into Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, is, which is directed by Sam Raimi, and they're saying that there's possibly a cameo from one of the Spider-Man uh, actors in in that movie, and then that's supposed to lead into the next MCU Spider-Man movie from there. But yeah, it's Sam oh, so Raimi. We, so Sam Raimi's doing Multiverse of Madness. Yes, he's doing and Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. But he's not doing so. Then so he's not doing the new Spider-Man, though. He's not doing Spider-Man. No, it's uh, it's still the same guy. Um, I can't remember what his name is. Gotcha. But the same guy who did like the first, who did Homecoming and Far From Home. So I, um, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. What else has he done other than like the Spider-Man films? Sam Raimi. Yeah. The Evil Dead. Um, Dark Man. Uh, let me think. It's off the top of my head. Um, I feel like the Spider-Man movies were the first movies where you got like a big budget to fuck yeah. around with. Everything else, like, was kind I of, don't. I just, uh, uh, I'm not. It's I'm kind not. of like a weird. He he does like a lot of weird. I think he did Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. Um, he does like he dabbles in a lot of horror. Right. And like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not super excited about that. Like I just. I think. I, th- I feel like the Marvel films. Yeah, the multiverse. I mean, like it's multiverse. So at the same time, it's like no matter what you do with it, you can always just be like, "Well, we just showed like the wacky side of those dimensions." You yeah, know what I mean. Um, but I just like I don't know. I feel like that's a huge responsibility. 
Yeah. Right? Like, I feel like introducing the multiverse to the MCU is a huge responsibility, and I just don't know that I would have given that to Sam Raimi, of all people. Well, I think they're starting it. I don't know who's doing WandaVision, but that's where they're going to, I think, introduce, like, the real multiverse. And then Sam Raimi, like, the first... I love the first two Spider-Man movies. Um, I love uh, The Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. I love, like, I love his movies. Like, he does, like, a lot of gory, creepy, and weird shit. He does it really well um, with the low budget, you know? So if I wanted to have a movie where I expect shit to get weird and wild, like where if, if I had a director, if you told me Sam Raimi was responsible for bringing a Dr. Strange villain like Shuma Gorath to the big screen, I'd be fine with that. I think he, I'd give him a chance, mm. you know? Okay. I, can, I can, I can understand. I can understand that. You know? Yeah. I can understand that. Um, if they paired him with like, I'd love if they paired him with like Guillermo del Toro or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that'd be awesome. That would be great. They do need to get him in the mix. Yeah. Cause I love Guillermo del Toro movies. Yeah, man. Like, he, like or oh yo, if they did sorry, sorry. No, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. If they did, if they did, go Constantine ahead. with Guillermo del Toro, that would be fucking yes. Yeah. Yo, can we please get a better version of fucking Papa Midnight for fucking once? Nigga. God damn. <laughs> I'm telling you, if they got him involved and like gave him a, a decent budget, I think that'd be a really, really dope one. Constantine would be a, a perfect property. Yo, who would you want to see like Christopher Nolan like tackle in aside from Batman or like in the MCU? We'll say. Um. So Christopher Nolan, I think, could do. Let's see, I would say. Um, I'd be interested in Christopher Nolan doing Blade. That'd be, yeah, that'd be kind of, yeah. I think that'd be kind of tight. I think interesting. That's huh? a good call. I like that call. Yeah. So, Thank damn you. it, Nico, you did it again. What I do? You, you got me fucking thinking. You, you put Guillermo del Toro in there, and I don't even know why you went with. Uh, who'd you go with again? Was the Guillermo del Toro? Who'd you want? Constantine. Okay. So oh, yeah, I think. Yeah. So so I think I think I think. When you say you want Guillermo del Toro to do Constantine, I think you want Denny Villanueva to do Constantine. Mm. I think what we really want Guillermo del Toro to do is Spawn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think we want. Yeah. And you did this shit, motherfucker. Yeah. Are we getting another Spawn? Hmm? There's another spawn coming, right? I haven't heard yeah. anything about They've been talking like about that for a minute, though. Yeah. That's like yeah. the next uh, fucking Black Dynamite they keep talking about happening. <laughs> yeah. They just keep teasing that shit. Dr. Dre's chronic. Uh, ooh. Man, I'm honest with this. I don't I know. I'd want to see uh, see Nolan bring, bring in. I feel like a lot of stuff they're doing now is going to be moving into like the cosmic, more cosmic area, you know? Shit's gonna get weird. They're so definitely like, going into space more. Yeah, because I feel like Nova's coming. I don't know if they announced it, but like I think oh, that's Nova more course. Guardians of the Galaxy, more Thor and Adam. I don't even know if they're gonna bring an Adam. So I don't know. Uh, I love I Christian like, Bale for uh, Gore the God Butcher. That's I like cool. that too. He's just a fucking. He's one of the greatest actors working today. I think you know. He kind of so, looks like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry, I've completely derailed like the whole thing with uh, Huey. So you're talking about Christopher Nolan? No, nah, dude. This <laughs> is what first, first things first. That's what this is. That's what this shit is for. Like you're like yeah. nigga. We gonna talk about the fact that you don't put away your fucking glasses, and then like two hours later, you're like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do, right? Yeah. And like you're having a whole nother fucking conversation, <laughs> like Megan Fox Transformers, right? Before, like, why is and, and, you know, weird shit like that. And it's like, why did they make her April O'Neil? Who made that call? Oh my God. Nobody. I I love anything she does. (laughs) But I would have preferred, I love, I love that movie Dread. I don't know how popular it is. I was just watching, I was watching the Sylvester Stallone one last night. Oh God. (laughs) More recent one with uh, Carl Urban. Yeah, and the, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. The one where they where everything slows down. Yeah, yeah. that shit's great. That shit I feel scary. like the chick that was in there, like his uh, his new partner, would have been a great April O'Neil. Mm. I feel like she would have been perfect for it. Mm. All I remember <laughs> is Dread putting a foot through this lady's chest. <laughs> yeah, that movie's awesome. <laughs> That's all I remember. I feel like it's underrated. Like not enough people know about that movie. Yeah, that movie was fire, bro. Yeah, I don't think it did really well. It did not. It did not. And like, I think you know what else was dope that I liked a lot that didn't really do that well? Priest. I don't think I saw that. Oh, with Jude Law? (sighs) Really? No. No, no, it it wasn't Jude Law. It was the other guy, Paul Bettany. Yeah. Paul Bettany. I haven't haven't seen that one. I'm going to have to check it out. It's like some post apocalyptic vampires church, like, has vampire hunters type shit. I'm going to have to go back and check that out because. Every word of that sentence you just said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, so we were talking, me and Rob were talking about it like yesterday. I don't know if we were talking about it on the show, but I think it was quarantine. Like, so I went, went back and found a bunch of movies from like actors that I've kind of become more fond of in the last few months and went through like their back catalog stuff. And I want, definitely want to say because of the boys, I went back and looked at more Carl Urban stuff and like, yeah, I remember loving him in Dread. Yeah. Like, why isn't Rick. he more like in more shit? That dude's fucking awesome. He was and Rick. then even more so with like Josh Brolin, like oh, Josh yeah. Brolin's been fucking crushing it since the fucking He's Goonies. Fucking boss, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'd hang out. I'd have a beer with Josh Brolin. Yeah. Or many. Yeah, but Carl Urban especially, I feel like that guy should be on in more shit. Like 100%. I mean, yeah. you got to figure stuff like that. There, there's probably a whole nother politics to the whole back of the Hollywood scene where people aren't getting their scenes or aren't getting their movies. I mean, I guess he's killing it in The Boys. I love him as Billy Butcher. Yeah. I need to read that. Com- I want to read that comic now. Uh, I've read parts of it. It's way different. It's well, not that. way different, but there's a lot of parts of it where it's. Yeah, they wrote a lot of it for television. Yeah. 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 Like, you read the You read the comic, Nico? No, I just like I'm aware of it. Yeah, it's like a yeah. It's 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 red definitely good, but it's still still good though. Um, I think a lot a lot of what I um don't want like read myself. I'm literally that guy. Um, this is such a like nerdy thing for me to do. I love it. Uh, I watch like YouTube videos, right? Where guys will like take you through the storyline of a particular like comic book or something like that because I don't I don't I hate like open ended stories. Yeah. Um. It's why remember I talked about like anime. And I'm just like oh my god it's like fucking twelve hundred episodes of just like stuff happening so like what has to pull you in is the character itself otherwise you're like fuck that shit. So yeah. for me, 
while I do love the characters, I care so much more about the stories. So for me, like the base knowledge that I have for the characters is sufficient at this point. I'll wait until like a whole storyline is done and then watch like a YouTube video where a guy like takes you through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, yo, I don't have time to like sit around and like buy the comic books and wait and all that stuff. So I'm like, I'm a shit fan for that reason. And I totally accept that. Um, But I definitely watch like breakdowns on like, you know, like the the death metal series or some shit like that. Um, You know, especially because of like tie-ins and stuff like that. It's like, bro, like who has time to fucking find all the titles that they have and like follow the fucking schedule. Like I have other things. That yeah. I, I agree like with that hundred percent. I, like I mean, you definitely want that instant grat, but I've definitely, I've been guilty of like, not, I mean, I haven't bought a weekly comic series or a monthly comic series in so long. I usually wait till the series is done. And they make it a graphic novel. Yeah. yeah I no, I do the same. I, I get the volumes. Yeah. 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 So I agree with like, you. And I do, I do like five, watching five. the video reviews. Yeah. Cause they take, I mean, they, you go over everything that's pretty much important. Like they catch everything. And they're actually pretty good at like pointing out some shit that maybe I missed. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's like, um, like, so for example, right. Like, uh, it's so funny to me. Cause I feel like if some of my friends knew that I sat around and watched it, it's not that I hide it. It's just, I don't bring it up. And they'd be like, you sit and listen to this guy, but the Rob core <laughs> guy, um, was his, uh, thing. Um, comics explained. Yeah. Yeah, I watch his channel. Like, he's literally like one of my most frequently watched subscriptions. That dude was down here. Obviously, this last Comic Con didn't happen, but the one before that, he came down here and like actually got to yeah. meet him. He's actually pretty nice. He's a cool guy. No, he seems like, like he's a super, super nice guy. But super like, chill, I watch, yeah. I watch so many of that guy's videos. Yeah, I love his content. He, he bundles great. stuff together really well, too. So it's like he'll follow along with the story. Then yeah. once the story is done, he'll just lace everything together and give you one video that has the whole storyline in it. So yeah. you're just like, oh, all right, bet. Like, it's yeah, super digestible. Sometimes I want to read that or like listen to that before I go in and buy it also. Because like I want to like kind of pour over the artwork too, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, though, some stories, like some stories definitely, I know I want to get this, um, but I do want to wait till it's like all pro- collected together in, in one big volume uh, but I don't know sometimes it's just enough just listen to those videos I'm the same way dude I don't have a ton of time you know and I don't have time to be like running back and forth to the comic book shop over here to like get all these single issues and stuff like that I think the only single issue I've bought like in the last few years is I got a first print run of The Last Ronin only because like that's supposed to be like a big deal with with um Kevin Eastman and uh, Peter Laird coming back together to work on this new Ninja Turtle comic, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure I got like a first print run and I just threw it in the vault. It's never been opened and I'm just going to leave it in there. And that's it. So, but yeah, I'm definitely a fucking nerd about that kind of shit. Yeah, the value is going up on it too. So mm. we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, DC's got to get their shit together. I like that. Well, from what I for comics movies. The fucking, dude, I, Wonder Woman. Let's talk about the Wonder Woman movie, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is the <laughs> worst. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Like, it was worse. CW has better special effects teams working <laughs> on their superhero television shows. 
There's some stuff unfinished, yeah. Bro, the Flash looks amazing by comparison. Yeah, there's some bad stuff in there. And it's like a quarter of the budget. I was like, what did they spend their fucking money on? The CG was so fucking bad. Over half the movie is so clearly shot with a green screen, and the masking is not even well done. You know what's funny is like uh, in that scene where she's like stopping the crime in the mall in the very beginning. Yeah. Like there's supposed to be a sequence or there is a sequence. The guy on the ground, when she's holding the guy up by the ankle upside down, there's a guy on the ground who's supposed to be like tied up by her like her yeah. lasso of truth. But yeah. they didn't animate it in. So he's just on the ground, like holding his arms in. like. <laughs> so even when she when she saves the girl and then comes back up off the railing and like snatches the guy. Yeah. It was like so when I was like a kid, I remember in high school, I had this piece of software and it was just like, remember, the you know, the Batman animated series. And yeah. they had this um, they had this program. Uh, and I remember this thing so distinctly. You could make comics right so they had like animated like gift style things that would do um like they would you could sequence them or you could loop them but there was like a bunch of stuff that you could do right and like so like batman would like walk in and then he'd punch and then you could pick an animation of the the joker being knocked backward by the punch and like the right so like it's actually it was actually like really fucking incredible now i think about it because they don't even make shit like this now um so I'm trying to remember why I'm... Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, there was, like, obviously these, like, animations um, where Batman was, like, swinging out of his, like, Batarang thing or whatever. um, Or his grappling hook. And so, like, do that, like, foreshortening thing where it's, like, he's, like, small and then he gets big in order to give the impression that he's coming towards the camera. Yo, the scene when she wraps dude up and comes up over the railing... It was one of the most transparent things of, like, they just blew up the size of her person (laughs) and, like, moved it across the screen slightly to give you the impression that she leapt over the edge of the railing and was coming straight at the camera. Like, it was so fucking bad. It's funny because, like, now I've been hearing, like, you know, now we're getting, like, the hows and whys of what happened, you know, as they explain it. And from what I heard, both the beginning with the little girl and also the mall, like, rescue and uh, crime stop. Uh, those were two separate beginnings to the movie. And I don't know if it was Warner Brothers. I think Warner Brothers told them that it was one or the other. They wanted, they didn't want both of them at the beginning of the movie. They said it was too much. And Patty Jenkins was like, no, I want them both in my movie. That's my vision. So, like, <laughs> that's why you got both. And I feel like Patty the one with the sucks. little girl, <laughs> the one with the little girl, Kind of makes I liked it better. More sense. Yeah, that's like the everyone's favorite part of the movie is the first ten minutes. Yeah, I watched that and I was like, okay, it's gonna be good, and then it just slowly unravels from that. Yeah, point it's on. literally like, how bad can this be? Yeah. Like the first ten minutes, this is not that bad. Yeah, Larry and City of a Thousand Planets. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I watched it once and I was like, oh, this is bad. And I watched it the second time and I was like. I think they did this intentionally. Like, I think yeah. they kind of made it with, like, some Seems 80s. Like hate and I was like, it's still not great, but, like, if that's what they were going for, they fucking did it. The, they got what they wanted, you know? It kind of felt like, to me, it kind of felt like the Chris Evans, Jessica Alba, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four movies. 
And uh, I'm a, so, can I tell you why it's so much worse? Yeah, go ahead. It's so much worse. It's so much worse because this is like an utter disrespect to the character and everything yeah. the character fucking stands for. Like, yeah. it's literally a spit in the fucking face. If you care about, what, like, comic books in general, if you care about women in general, you're like, <laughs> the fuck were you thinking? Like, this is like, this is the example. This is like, uh, it's like hiring Betsy Davos to the Department of Education. Like, that's that's how, like, like she just hates educating children. Like, she hates yeah. children, hates the concept of children. It's like, fuck kids. Let's give her that job. That's what they did. You're an animal. Dynamic menace. Huh? If you see Wonder Woman 84, you're saying fuck kids. You're <laughs> saying, yo, you're saying <laughs> I hate women. If you if you like if you like Wonder Woman 84, you're like, yo, I, I hate women. Think about you, think about this. The entire, yo, I'm, yo, it's so it's the worst. And Patty arm. Jenkins is the worst one of all of you. Listen to this shit. The woman's name, the character's name is Wonder Woman. The yeah. entire film. Is about how she's so wrapped up in some dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 60 years after he died. Yeah. And she's a fucking immortal and like can literally do anything she fucking wants with her life and be as successful as she wants. She's like working at the at the I mean, whatever. If you're into the museum, you're into the museum. Fine. Cool. But like she just pines over Chris Pine, no pun intended. You try and, like, pun intended. Her life is like kind of pathetic and incomplete without just, yeah, guy. without this guy. Yeah. Then she like violates the consent of some like some operating human being because she wants her fucking boyfriend back. So yeah. she doesn't question the fact that like this guy's life is just like taken over. <laughs> like, where does his spirit go while Chris Pine is just chilling in this dude? So it's like there's it's an additional sorry. layer of issue. She, she doesn't give a, a fuck about her friend. Like Driven to watch this so I can hate it with you. <laughs> Bro, she fucking cock blocks her friend for no good reason. Like, when the dude first shows up, it's like, she just told you that men aren't interested in her and no one cares about her. And there's yeah. this guy who's, like, seemingly really enthusiastic. Granted, he's the bad guy, but he's, like, really enthusiastic. You have no reason to distrust him yet. And you're yeah, kind of like, hey, get the fuck out of our office, by the way. Like, like yeah. yo, yeah. she never gets anybody. And you're just letting her, like, completely <laughs> toss her to the side. Fucking yeah. the, 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 she, she, the, she wins. She, she learns no fucking lesson no. for the entire film and gets away. He literally just gets away. Like no one learns yes. anything. No just one captures away. anybody. They just no. Yeah. I'm literally no. Like he's a mess. Yeah. He literally just like runs out of the room. That's literally it doesn't, what happens. It doesn't follow. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't pass. So does it? The Bechdel Wallace test. The uh, the test for feminism, where it's just like, does 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 the main lead of the the story like have nothing to do with a man? And it's like, no, it's a love interest. Like it's all it's already all fucked up. It's already all around a love interest, and then she doesn't even save the day. She like pleads to everyone else to save the day, and then like you know, we as the audience save the day. And what's weird is that they immediately gave her the green light for the number three. Yeah, they did, dude. Like that weekend, like that wasn't even. This is the most disgusting part of it to me as far as like the whole Hollywood thing. This is the most disgusting part. The fucking reviews. The review, like it was like, I, like you, if you read the media reviews, you instantly can just write a list of all of the, the reporters or, or reviewers or whoever who's on a bankroll. Like you can tell. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like, like some of the praise, it was like, bro, have you seen a movie before? 
<laughs> like, oh, the effects were great and the action scenes were so exciting. And da, da, da. I was like, you've not watched a movie before. <laughs> like, this is your first, this is very clearly yeah. your first movie. You can so clearly see who, who, was, who was paid to write yeah. a good review. Because every single fan review is like, this is fucking horrendous. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. There's a lot of cheesy shit in it. Like they even did, they did the she's all that where like the chick, she takes off her glasses and all of a sudden she's hot now. Bro. (laughs) Bro, there's not even a link in scenes between like her walking away from Wonder Woman and her coming out of the fucking dressing room. Like, how did she even go? What was she going shopping for? I don't understand what the fuck happened. And then Every fucking guy in the film is like fucking a, a walking stereotype of fucking who's the guy? Um the 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 big the big me too guy. Fuck. Um the exec Weinstein. 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 Yo, yeah. everyone is like a fucking carbon copy of of Weinstein just walking around. Yeah. Suck my dick. Oh yeah. Like it's so ridiculous. That, yeah. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Every single Thank guy you, except Where for Chris Cohen. You want some company? Yeah, like you want everybody's... some company? Hey, you want to see my cock? Like, what? I'm trying to buy some ice cream here. I'm like, we're in line in public. What? Yeah, in a do- restaurant. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, every fucking guy's just leering at everybody. Yeah. It was insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. Hey, sweetheart, need a date? You look lonely. Yeah, right? Like, he just yeah, gets up and says, uh, what, do you, uh, what do you do for dick? <laughs> what do you do for dick? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's... It, I I feel like... Like, that first, that the mall scene, I've, I got the feel that they were trying to go for, like, those old-school Christopher Reeves Superman movies where it's like you know, kind of cartoony and cheesy. And I was like, oh, that was a sudden shift, tone of shift, shift of tone from that first scene with the little girl. And I was like, but I guess this is what they're doing now. Like, uh, all right, so it's it's Christopher Reeve Superman. All right. Bro, and then she tossed him through the drum. It's just such a mess. Like, if you have, like, good, solid plot, a good, solid story for the rest of the movie, then I think that tone could have worked, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it said in the '80s, and the '80s were kind of like all about cheese and excess, and like you know, but they just they had a lot of plot holes, a lot of unfinished like special effects. It was just messy. Like the whole thing about her just being incomplete without a guy seemed like a weird thing to have in a Wonder Woman story. Yeah, I noticed all that same shit while I was watching it, and then the third time like was when I caught like all the little uh, seams where it was coming apart. A little, like, tra- the very transparent Donald Trump character. Yeah, it was very, it was very, yeah. He literally ends up on a presidential <laughs> seal stand. Like, come on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> come the fuck on. Like, just yeah. wish, wish, and I'll give it to you, but you got to give me everything. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I love that they did like a very, like, R.L. Stein's goosebump. Like every time someone makes a wish, that gust of wind comes in yeah, from bro. nowhere. But like, no one notices. Back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh man, it just got windy in this room with no doors and windows. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like it it could become like a hate watch for me, you know? Like if I can reference our last episode, but yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's Maybe. a hate watch and a half. <laughs> I hate you watched know, it as I was watching it. At a certain point, I was just like, I have to finish this. You just, just know that I'm going to watch it tonight with my hands folded and it's going to slowly shake my head in disgust. Yo, dude, and I, and everything I Everything I'm going to think of, I'm like, Nika was right. <laughs> you know really grinds our gears. Yeah. Gal Gadot, you're better than this. <laughs> Yo, oh my God. Dude, it exposes the shit out of her. Yeah. I'll say yeah. that, like, the, dude, I I didn't realize how not good of an actor she was. Yeah, like, you realize how much like editing plays a role in in how like well you're able to digest somebody. Damn it, I really want to see this now. Yeah. Like she's she's not good at all. <laughs> like she's really not good. Like I went back and like I started thinking about scenes from like the other movies, and I was like, oh, she's she's an aesthetic cast altogether. Yeah, like they they cast her purely aesthetics. If I could go back and start thinking about her roles in the movies, there are very brief moments where she like does this like I'm out of time sort of kind of, and then like dips back out. And then the Wonder Woman thing, like when you go back and watch after seeing this movie, reflecting on the original Wonder Woman, you realize how well edited it was. Yeah, and they, they used everybody it, else wanna, really well. If they rebooted it, I would kind of want like a big like kind of beefy like MMA fighter Wonder Ronda Woman. Rousey bro uh, who would I want I don't even know Ronda Rousey style just like brolic yeah not her but like yeah that style yeah I know exactly what you mean I yeah, want to see a bicep bro like <laughs> but uh I think like I've been I read I've been trying to tell everybody that I know that reads comics about like American Alien from Max Landis and like on YouTube, he's kind of been fleshing out the rest of his universe for the sequels that he planned to make for that That's comic. A lot. There's a lot. He has like in his head, he talked about this basically like 12 other yeah. episodes. He's built like a whole universe. Like, yeah, uh, he has like versions of all the characters, but his Wonder Woman is like almost seven feet tall. Yeah, she's seven, three. fucking big. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, she's bigger than Bruce and Clark, obviously. Yeah. And she's a fucking beast, you know? Yeah. So he's supposed to be an Amazonian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to see another like runway model, like, be yeah. Wonder Woman. Another random tangent that just made me think about it since we we're talking about recasting. Um, similar to a Wonder Woman, I mean, I know there's so they had talks about coming out with a She Hulk movie. Yeah, or the, um, it's a TV show now. That's what it's going to be. Even if it's you, like, who I'm curious who they would cast for that one. Well, her name, they already cast her. Uh, oh, did they? I don't know her. She doesn't look big at all, but I think they might be doing. Talk about it, yeah, and I wasn't I think, sure if there was. I think they're going to use CG, like how they do the Hulk. Ugh. I think that's what they're going to do. I like She Hulk. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Hulk. bro. They're not going to paint her green. <laughs> no, I'm. You, sound, you sounded so disappointed. He's, no, <laughs> I'm. Just, I'm disappointed. They're not going to give her the Ferrigno treatment. This is bullshit. <laughs> Bring back Fregno. <laughs> Put a wig on him. Yeah, you sounded so upset. Yeah, I did. Because I really well, not for the green part. Yeah, but that'd be interesting. But uh, well, she's like she's a normal person. She's a normal chick. She was a lawyer. So they went with someone who's. Is, I wonder if she's because I know they were going back and forth whether she's going to be more of an average looking girl and not by that in any derogatory, but it's like, or is she going to be more athletic or how big is she going to be? I think Jennifer Walters was just like a normal. She was that who it is. She was yeah. Uh, she was. Uh, I think that was her name. If I'm remembering it right. But she, she got her powers. She got a blood. It's it's Bruce's cousin. She got a blood transfusion, and from him, 
And that's, which is why her transformation is a little different. She doesn't turn into like just a brainless fucking stampeding monster. She kind of, she just gets, she kind of loses like her inhibitions and insecurities, but she still kind of keeps her brains about her. Like she can talk to people and everything. Like, I think she was a member on the Fantastic Four for a little bit here and there. She was. She replaced the thing. She was in there for a little bit. Yeah. And I'm saying, I wonder like, as long as they don't use the shorty from uh, Batwoman. She sucks. I know. Yeah. I heard that was another thing with like the DC comics, like that I heard from behind the scenes was that all right, she was supposed to be a gay character, right? In the comics. And she had a girlfriend and they had, I'm going to have to look this up. I'm trying to pull it off the top of my head. Sorry if I fuck it up, but the writers had planned for them to get married and they were building up to it in the story. And then DC flat out told them no. And then the writers were like, they quit. And they told everybody like why they quit. And then they got like backlash for it. And then DC was like, well, none of our characters are allowed to get married. That's why we didn't fucking do that. And then people, you know, it's the internet. So of course they immediately pulled up, pulled up like every version of marriage. thousands of examples of their characters getting married. And then just like, Oh, you know, is this you? So is this you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it was it was just fucking I don't know, like DC. Like I feel like both of them kind of fuck up here and there from time to time, you know. They do, but DC is very clearly like the Republican version of comic books. I think it might be one. I think it might be Warner Brothers. Don't you think a little bit? Because they don't have like a guy like I feel like mostly Kevin Feige knows what's up with these characters. So like, I don't feel like Warner Brothers has that guy that kind of knows the spirit and the soul of these characters. And they're just no, they like, don't. They don't have a head that... I mean, like, yo, Kevin Feige's in fucking charge of everything at this point, though. Yeah, exactly. Like they literally are like, hey, just run Marvel. Like, the yeah. whole thing. And he was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And I'm, that guy has a grasp on, on, for the most part, who these characters are, you know? But he, like, I feel even, like he also has a grasp on, like, movies, right? Because it's like, yeah. do you give that role in DC to, like, Jeff Johnson? You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And you know what I mean? Like he would he would make it worse. Like Jeff, I think he wrote aspects of '84. I saw, his, I saw his names in the credit. I saw his name Sounds in the credit. Right. So I was she just, wrote it too. She Patty definitely did. No, she definitely. Yeah, no, no, no. Like I'm totally saddling her with the responsibility of that shit. Yeah, you know? but because she didn't write the last one. She didn't write the first one. Right. She wrote the first. She wrote the second one. And she that's when I realized like Zack Snyder's role and like like they should have just had it been Zack. Yeah, like Zach, I feel like if he if they put him in charge, he had a vision big enough and knew the people to get in the room yeah. to make it like a cinematic thing. That's why, like, I personally I liked Justice League. I just it was the reshoots I felt like that ruined it. So I was really excited yeah. when they were going to do a Snyder cut. Batman v Superman, I didn't think was that bad. I liked it. Um, I know I why people it. didn't I like it, but I liked enough of it to like watch it and watch yeah. it. Um, yeah. Like, oh, that's a perfect example of like the not hate watching, but the a guilty pleasure. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Yeah, is guilty pleasure. I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I kind of knew. I think I forgave Justice League. It's not that I didn't like it, but I kind of going into it, kind of we all kind of knew that it was a Frankenstein of two different people's visions and ideas of what the story should be and it's clear when you watch it like you know one person wanted to go this way and the other person 
thought it'd be okay to just CGI off some of these mustache reporters. So the mustache. Yeah, I, I I don't feel like it's fair to judge Justice League. Like I can say it's not great, but I don't know. I don't know if I want to lay it at anybody's feet and place blame over it. When I mean, it's definitely just like studio well. shit. That's studio shit. I feel like you know. Joss Whedon, you were me Joss Whedon. That that's who they got in, right? Yeah, yeah but it's two different people's. Like, you Wait, know, he got he. I mean, imagine having some story getting thrown in your lap. You're yeah. like, all right, we'll finish this. Yeah, you know, I would totally back you up if it wasn't for like um, the the accounts of Ray. Um, oh, Ray Fisher. Yeah, yeah. I, if it wasn't for the things that he said and all the things that he got backed up on by Jason Momoa and all those things, then I'd be like, yeah, you know, he can't come out uh, at Joss Whedon. But it's like. Apparently, Josh Whedon is a fucking prick. Um, yeah. So yeah. I have no problem being like, that guy, his fault. <laughs> yeah. Especially hearing how he had this, like, his vision of a trilogy and how it was supposed to work out. Like, after hearing that, man, and, like, hearing, like, the Jimmy storyboard and, like, them writing some stuff up and how it was supposed to be, like, like, and you just think about the what ifs, man. It's crazy. I mean, I feel like we're going to get to that. Would from from Joss Whedon's no, uh, what is, or like from who's? Oh, John. Yeah, oh, Snyder. Snyder had this. Like, I, I guess yeah. they already had the storyboard lit up about potentially what the trilogy would be. Yeah, which is what we're supposed to be getting with the Snyder cut of Justice League, right? It's supposed to be parts of it. Like, there was supposed to be a three movie thin, and like almost honestly, almost mimic. Like, I don't say mimicking, but very similar to like Avengers. Like, you know, you have the fight on Earth, and you have the fight on the other planet, and then there's a finale. Like, it was something very similar. Um, but it was uh, yeah. if yeah, yeah if you ever have a chance look up the look up the that when he Kevin Smith talks about it and I want to say some of the drawings you saw were from Jim Lee Jim they asked Jim Lee to kind of like do a quick drop of potentially what you know what it would look like they storyboarded it yeah I'd be interested in that like I mean it never hurts my feelings when they kind of stray from the comics no matter how far like because it doesn't. It doesn't replace all the books that I have on my shelf over here, you know? Like, my favorite versions are always in the comics anyway, for the most part, you know? So, I don't know, those those movies... Like, how you were kind of saying the Joker wasn't, like, completely who he was in the, in the comics. Like, I feel like most of their characters were a little bit left to center for for what I'm used to in the comics, but it, it I always want to give a creative, like, room to be, like... I'm going to do something a little bit different. I have a unique take that I want to try out. So I don't know. And whether it works or not, I, I kind of want to give them the, the chance to fucking tweak things a little bit or adapt things for like, because um, fucking Superman came out like what, 1938 or something like that? Like he's been Jeez. reinvented multiple times, like for different eras. And there are certain parts of Superman from the fucking depression that just aren't going to work today, you yeah. know? So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'll give him room to like tinker with the formula here and there. So, but anyway, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> back to no, back to no. Did you guys uh, yeah. notice how like uh, the Dark Knight Rises was a lot like a tale of two cities? Isn't that neat? <laughs> right? I think he even uses a quote from the book, like at uh, Bruce mean, Wayne's fake funeral at the end. Do you mean Garfield, Tale of Two Kitties? Or? <laughs> Garfield, Tale of Two Kitties. Yeah. That's uh, fantastic. <laughs> we definitely did fucking 
go almost immediately off the rails. <laughs> like as soon as the yeah. as soon as there's an opportunity. But that's all good because like I you know my whole fucking shit was like going crazy over here. So like you know. Yeah. I was, that was that was a good save, guys. I appreciate that. Same thing. You guys are fantastic. Team. You guys saved yeah. me last week. We got you this week. That's <laughs> good. It's good. I like it. it. Makes me. Yeah. It makes me feel. It makes me feel supported. Bro force. And loved. Uh, you're under mm. the wing, buddy. Yeah, uh-huh. in the trust tree. With the in the trust tree. Yeah. What happened to the trust nest in the forest? <laughs> you know, maybe maybe there's some underwears I never even heard of. Yeah. Some some underwears. What? <laughs> Uh, depends on who you ask. We had a good episode today. That was a, that was a nice I don't, we got, I don't think we got too much. We got well, I mean, we got to shit on Wonder Woman, so I feel like yeah, all the important good. boxes were checked. Yeah. So I'm satisfied. I feel like we really huh? feel like we feel like we really got to I feel like we really got to a lot of things. I feel really uh I in, in listening to what was going on and, and yeah. hearing, uh, I personally hadn't. I knew Josh Sweden had come in and fucked shit up, uh, but yeah. I did not realize that uh, Snyder had a three-part series that was supposed to be coming out of it. Uh, so that oh, was. No, it was supposed I learned to be Man of Steel, then Batman v Superman, and then Justice League was the third part of it. Got it. But the league was supposed to. I'll, I'll look up that. Uh, it was supposed I'll, to be two I'll, parts too, right? That, well, mm-hmm. yes, this language yeah. was more more than just one movie. But I'll, I'll look up that that interview that Kevin Smith had. Yeah, and I kind of, uh, I'll send that to you. It's it's definitely worth a watch, man. Yeah, no, I definitely, I you know, I need that. Uh, that'd be you know, I'm always because like yeah, the DC verse, like I don't understand how they consistently like just with no lube, fuck it, and like just. It, it's it's yeah. abhorrent. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And yeah, literally have one shot left with this flashpoint thing. If they get yeah. flashpoint wrong, like flashpoint is kind of like it's a canon saving grace that allows them to use time travel to reverse every fuck up that they've done. So they can yeah. literally <laughs> like take yeah. the easiest way out. Yes. And and not get people infuriated. If they fuck that up, it's uh. a fucking wrap. That and is it's literally sad, their I'm final a big shot. DC guy, and it's sad for me because their animated movies are fucking great. Oh yeah, phenomenal. So but, uh, it's just crazy. They just can't cross it over. But yeah, we'll see. Fucking Birds of Prey movie was. Oh my god! <laughs> you know your immediate hate for Wonder Woman. That's how I felt about Birds of Prey. Yeah, Birds of Prey. And then it's just so weird because like they just yeah. recently put out like I love the animated Harley Quinn show. I love the so book good. Harleen. Like they're doing a lot of good stuff with Harley Quinn, and like I, I haven't always loved her. Like you know, I've never hated her, but like she was never something I was super interested in. They've made her into like an interesting character in a lot of these more recent stories. You know, tattoos, slightly, slightly, definitely disassociated disorder, but like you know, she's managed it in a, in a constructive way with crime, and like she fighting. Love a girl with daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I yeah, Harley Quinn. You you know fucking broken girls are my thing. <laughs> oh, oh what's wrong, bird? Do you have a broken wing? Oh, I'll heal you. Let me nurse you back to health. You guys want to get canceled in five Listen years? My so penis. <laughs> canceled? Yes. Yeah. Canceled in five years. Well, like, no, five years. It'll to... take five years. Wait till we if get we successful, and then they'll go in the backlogs and be like, "Oh, these guys." <laughs> <laughs> well, we try and launch the show like on some type of moral high ground, 
And then they then they find out later that we're fucking scumbags. Then yeah, they'll probably take us down. But if we establish our brand as being like sick fucks, then yeah, yeah. you you moderating expectations. Yeah, yeah, it's our brand. Yeah, I'm from Vegas, but I like to roll the dice. We'll can't like holding accountability for situations where the goal is the goal is comedy. The goal is not to just be. Like you're, it's not, you're, you're not asserting a genuine opinion, right? right. So much so is like, the, I wonder how that's going to, I wonder what that makeup is going to be in five years. Yeah. I wonder how we're going to, I wonder how we're going to hold people accountable in five years. I don't know. Well, that's the thing with the, like when it's supposed to be comedy, like that's the problem. Like you have so many people that don't, they're just so sensitive and you can't say anything about anything anymore. And I'm not saying that people, they haven't been around people who are genuinely trying to be derogatory or mean or whatever but you know, there's also just comedy whether it's skits or stand-up or just a general shit talking like yeah i mean tina fey did blackface and she still got to be the voice of a fucking uh black dude in soul so whatever really <laughs> yeah that just that literally <laughs> yeah. happened yeah like soul is a great movie if you're not black. i was gonna say you watch it i liked it i liked it a lot oh so, if you're not black if you're not black if you're not black that movie's fucking fantastic. The minute you start realizing like what actually is going on, you're like, oh, so she could have picked any voice in all of creation, but she chose a white lady. And then she's going to inhabit a black body and live his life better than anybody, than, better than he could in one day. And then she's going to give it back to him and he's going to no, no. No, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess that's how you can. You know, get yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I saw Get Out. I know. How, come on. Wow. I mean, I feel you. I also feel. <laughs> We can rationalize that fucking that topic on it, and we can flip it. I'm pretty good at doing stuff like that, but I just, yeah, no, I guess, it's, totally. Is like, that I the big version of Get Out? Is that what it is? Yeah, I basically, was, it's like it's basically Get Out. He's literally watching. He's he's, but he's happy about watching this lady live his life, and he's so like coaching I, her. On there's it. half of me that should be really mad, and the other half is just enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so am I the two face of fucking movie critics? All right. Cool. I think, uh, I just, I just, I was having this conversation today with one of my buddies and I was just, he was like, well, you know, he's like, I haven't seen it. Do you think I should watch it? I'm like, you'll be perfectly fine. The white guy, right? I'm like, you'll be perfectly fine. You won't even, it won't even phase you. But like, you know, from, from a, you know, maybe, you know, not maybe I read too much. I have too many of these conversations and like watching it, I was just like, you've got to be shitting me. Like they really, they could have done, they could have got Regina King to be the voice. Like they have the budget, they have the, everybody's in the room, right? Like they just literally did not, like they just, uh, <sighs> So I don't want to watch it is what you're saying, right? No, you do want to watch it. You will, you, it's not, I don't even know if it's a hate watch. Cause like I was, I end up, I end up, end up watching it and you will, I literally am of two minds about it. On one side, I totally get it. It totally makes sense. Like this is like Disney's triumphant, like, Hey, hey black America, here you go. And on the other side, they're going and fuck you. I'm intrigued. I yeah, exactly. I'm going to rewatch it with that view. Cause you know, you know, get, and I get it too. Cause sometimes I watch things with no mind. And I mean that yeah. so I can just appreciate as it is, but mm-hmm. if you go into something with a perception or, an idea of what to look for it'll definitely open your eyes yeah, so yeah. i'm very curious to rewatch it and see what's yeah up. Re- rewatch it and just see just like literally like you can, like like oh as a black man how do you make it in the world uh you forget everything about being a black man raised in society and let a white lady inhabit your body and run it for a day fuck that shit 
<laughs> like that's that's literally I was like watching I was like what the fuck yeah. and then at the same time I was like this shit's fucking great like it almost makes you want to cry like you're like and at the same time just forget being a black well man huh say it again <laughs> She did well in the barbershop. Of course she did well in the barbershop because she was talking, oh, bro, do you want to do this? Okay, so she goes into the barbershop and she basically dictates the entire stolen anthology of Greek and European history as told by white lady, as given to her by Greek philosophers, as they then stole it from uh, Africans, Middle Easterns, Persians, everybody else that they fucking took that shit from going back to like that Shakespeare shit. So like, like, and that's not even conspiracy. That's just like, they just completely like, they're like, oh, we, she got it from here. And it's like, so we're just, we're not going to, it just, it was like one of those things where like, if it's supposed, it's like, uh, black as fuck, right? That movie, that show is hilarious yeah. until you realize the writer room was white until you realize like all the rest of the shit. And you're just like, ah, oh, this show's fucking ruined. Yeah. <laughs> And like, once you realize like how much they spent, how much money they spent, how much time they spent to do this thing. And then they just fucked it. They just, they couldn't even give a black experience to a movie. That's literally about a man losing his life, being so excited about getting an opportunity that he had not had. And then when he has the opportunity to do the fucking thing and like literally all she has to do is just like, do like the one thing she does, she does that instinctual thing of like fight, flight, like she fucking flee, and it's just like, yo, I really want to watch this thing because I, because <laughs> I because I want to hold on to this thing that I have that I only have because I'm, uh, he fought to get himself back to Earth, and then they said you cheated. Fuck that! Oh my god, yo, yo, <laughs> this thing for me right now. No, no I'm not ruining it at all. I'm telling. I'm like, I'm literally giving you pieces, but like even those pieces when you watch it, you'll just be like, okay. <gasps> Is it like all dogs go to heaven? Q? Yo. <laughs> Is it? Shit. Uh, <laughs> Did you, uh, oh, don't ruin that. Don't ruin that for me. Wanna, don't ruin wanna, that for me. No, no, that's, no. Don't fucking calling me out right now. Don't do it. <laughs> I love that bear, movie. So, but so you know what you know, and you know what's funny is like I was watching, I was watching Priest where I'm like, they're not gonna do this shit. And then I was watching my man uh Bimo Brown on fucking uh on Instagram, right? Bryant, the Bryant Williams, he's cool cat. Uh, Locks, Howard University, works creative student, Crusader Creative Agency. And he did this little five minute, not even full breakdown, just like talking about scenes, like kind of like I'm doing right now. And I was just like, I have, now I have to sit down. And people were telling me like, they were like, oh, Q, you're going to watch it, but you're not going to like it, you know, because it has like a warm, heartwarming ending. It has nothing to do with the heartwarmingness or anything. That's what makes it a good fucking movie. Okay. You'll watch it and be like, oh, that's why Rob loves it. Cause like it's a fucking heartwarming tale, but yeah. it's a fuck. Oh, they just <laughs> did you uh did you, just to poke the bear a little more? Did you see the uh the little meme they had about like joking around about fucking up with Pixar the way Pixar did their movies about feelings? Which so part? Like, no, I didn't see the meme. Nah. So it's basically it says like in nine to five Pixar, oh, what if toys had feelings? Talking about Toy Story. Yeah. And then they go, What if rats had feelings? Oh my god, fuck. And then it goes, What if cars had feelings? Feelings. <laughs> And what if feelings had feelings? And then the last one, it took them all this time from 1995 to 2020. Oh, wow. Like, what if yep. black people had feelings? Yep, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't take, yeah. As soon as you start, I was like, as soon as you got to the second one, you know, it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, right. Bro. And I'm already, I'm already all like, you know, I just got my supplements in. So my brain's like fucking going. But like, mm. it's just like, come on, Fuck man. Pixar, bro. They, they just, it's like, how they're like, oh, it was written by a black dude. Yeah, but the other two people, and it's just like, just because, like, you're looking you for Jamie Fox for doing it. Go get your paycheck. 
um, yeah. what I'm so what I'm he, mad he at because go get his paycheck, but huh? Just to play devil's advocate, so it's cool. Jamie Foxx is cool because he's getting his paycheck, but he shouldn't have been like, "Yo, can we get like Regina King in this or somebody else?" It would have been it would have been dope if he had done that. Yes, I'm not I'm not here to disparage Jamie Foxx's work. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to disparage the writers' room. I'm here to disparage the fact that nobody else in that space thought to do this work i'm i'm mad at the fact that like it is another opportunity that they squandered and that kids like little kids like my kids are gonna watch this and i'm literally gonna have a i'm I'm gonna have a sit down conversation with my daughter about like about this because she's gonna see this and figure it out because she's real smart and she has questions like this I don't yeah. think uh I think one of the things that's important is like the buck doesn't stop with Jamie Foxx. Like there's so no. many there's so many cogs that spin before it gets to Jamie Foxx accepting a role that all of these things had already like happened. Yeah. I'm not you know I'm not like, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drag him before it gets to him. I'm not even gonna to drag the dude that wrote it. Pull another person in. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's like yo, right? Q you know, Q writes a movie tomorrow and a studio says we will buy that for Three and a half million dollars. It's like Q's not in a position to say no because he doesn't have the resources to get the movie done regardless. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. I just made three. I'm a black man, 3.5 mil, and I know what I'm going to do with the money. Right. As far as like where it's going to get reinvested, like I just, I know the person that Q is. So Screenwriters like being brought into the director's room after the screen, after the screenplay is done, uh, is like it's almost it's like unheard of to the point that like we were watching right. a thing about arrival where he was just like then like Villeneuve was calling me up to like make changes that doesn't happen right right yeah. like so like the way in which it was originally there and yeah they can just make want. those fucking changes they just they buy the rights to it and so like they chose to put tina fey in there in a movie where like <clears> and like they chose to you know and you know the internet you know, come on nico the internet never forgets like yep you, you know what I'm saying? Like with our shit, right? Like the reason why I'm saying this stuff is like some of the times because I also want to have more dimensions to myself than just like always fucking like, you know, either talking about like, you know, getting to you, but like what other dimensions exist for you, like for who I am. And like part of that is like, yeah, sometimes I tell some fucking shit jokes and I have a good time with my friends and, you know, yep. whatever. And, you know, not all of, not everything that we say is fucking golden. Uh, you know, some of the shit is fucking terrible. And but it's got to rap is money. <laughs> but like, yeah, they just. <laughs> I heard that grow, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, the, I just think, I just think it's, it's, it's both wings of the plan. It's a, it's a complete trash movie. Uh, and I understand fuck this movie. And I also understand people to see it and they don't see any of that. And they just like go like, yo, I got the message. I like what I saw. That's it. Cool. Go for it. Yeah. Also, wish, yeah, go ahead. Fuck Patty Jenkins because there were no black people in DC in 1984, apparently. I just had that thought. Like, there was not a single black person in that entire just, fucking movie. I heard world. they weren't discovered until like early 1990. <laughs> it's like, bro, this Washington, DC in 1984, and there's yeah. just white people everywhere. Yep, that's it. That, that sounds right to me. Sorry, I just it popped in my head and I got all over again. <laughs> no, Fucking Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Nope. I mean, they had the excuse like, the first time of like being in World War, whatever. Yeah. It's like 1919 or some shit in the first film. Well, uh, should have had like a Ray Parker Jr. like doing a <laughs> jingle or something. I saw her. Oh, she wrote it in her blog that she wanted it to be comic accurate, so huh? all white people. That's what yeah, it is. Right, sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
So do you guys feel that Soul would have been better if Tyler Perry did it? What do you think? Uh, no, I think. Come on, everybody. I think, okay, yeah. I was gonna say, why are you just picking fights? What are you yeah, doing, bro? Right? Like, <laughs> I'm just poking bears here. Yeah, I can see. You just like off. <laughs> Fuck Tyler Perry. So Tyler Perry. Yeah, I'm uh, oh my god, that would have. That uh, I feel like they're high fiving right now. They're like, I'm gonna let you guys feel this one. No, I'm livid. <laughs> no, no. part of it is now I wanted to get Drew mad. He, no. yeah. he loathes. Yeah, it's gone around yeah. the table to everybody else except for me. That's my turn. No, Rob just keeps rolling. It just keeps poking. Everybody's like, so. God damn you, Tyler! Damn, <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> Tyler Perry, he is the great white hope. So like, it's like Michael Bay doing a Batman movie. Like, I like starting off where everybody's listening to the point where I'm like, now nobody's listening. To me. <laughs> yeah, we've lost every single like potential listener from all of our fan bases. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Larry Bird was way better than Michael Jordan. I don't care what anybody says. I wish you would tell me different. He was fundamentally more sound. <laughs> it's the dribble <laughs> than shoot. <laughs> uh, he knows how basketball was supposed to be played <laughs> before it got more colorful. To, uh, colorful. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, <laughs> is that what you're gonna do? Like, he's gonna be a rascal every time we offer a gift. This is what we were missing last time, guys. You know what Nico's gonna do? He's gonna edit the whole entire thing so that way it's just like the tail part. It's like the the first forty five minutes are just taken out, and then it's just like all the good shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he's gonna single handedly save all of us in our careers just by like being the producer, just literally. Like they're gonna be like, what is what is Q talking about when he said he single handedly saved them? He's like, yeah, no, thank you, Nico. I'm thanking you in advance. You're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're our black superhero. <laughs> no, this is, we're, we're gonna edit this episode like shit. I'm just gonna keep bringing out uh, Flapjack, the sexually aggressive panda. I keep mentioning it. Got to cut around. Nobody's, it. Gonna, nobody's gonna understand what it is. There's gonna no, be no reference. Gonna be, there's gonna yeah. There's just gonna be an audio file that's like your ad here. Just <laughs> <laughs> layers over all of that shit. Your ad here. Here. Your ad here. Your ad, your ad here. here. Your ad here. <laughs> so Flapjack, your ad here. <laughs> Email dynamic menace DM at for ad placement. So the giraffe, right, has a, <laughs> when you want to put an ad in a, <laughs> audible.com is a great place to go get your, go get your audiobooks. Yeah. I want to keep bringing up gumdrop, the Tourette syndrome unicorn. Gumdrops. <laughs> Have you ever thought that your blood sugar is a little bit high? <laughs> <laughs> Insert fucking Cialis advertisement. <laughs> Flapjack reference. All right. Yeah, that's that's why I got that's why I got Man's, the trust. That's Manscaper why, commercials. That's literally why I got the Ah Shaman on here just to save all of us. <laughs> I don't want to be saved. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great. Uh, uh, all right, I got to have fun today, guys. I got to start getting ready for work. All right, yo, it's honestly, it's truly a pleasure and an honor to like sit down with all of you and fucking chop. Super it up. fun, right? Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's fucking great. Like, I feel like we all pick up and do shit. Like, we're we're like the fucking Black Justice League, which means we're just the fucking league. I feel like we already, we already established that we're uh, the Turtles, right? Because yeah. you got yeah. Donatello, Nico got Leo, I got Mikey, and Rob got Raph. But so the idea is that I try to act independent, but as the episodes go on, it's more because I have to be independent because you guys are going to slowly kick me out of the group. <laughs> yeah. We just keep pulling you back in. No matter what happens, you keep poking us. We're like, no, Rob, come back. Stop fighting us. Look. 
It's family. It's family. It You're here now. Do it together, guys. Okay. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, don't be like Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Go green machine. All right. God damn it. It's a it's a it's an all black group. It's just it's a lot of light skin. I'm surrounded. Yeah. You're not <laughs> vegan, are you? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no. What is these it? Are, these are Q knows exactly where I'm going with those. Uh hold on, which part? Which hold on, which part? Oh, the just all the vegan part. <laughs> It's like you're not vegan, are you? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either that or uh where your fucking where your fucking uh where your fucking sandals or your capris. You can't be a revolutionary without capris. Where your dashiki, brother? <laughs> yeah, yes, boondocks. <laughs> oh man, you All right, start right. locks in yet? <sighs> if I could, I if I could, I would. God damn. God, that's the one thing I missed out on, man. Bald head shit is fucking terrible. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, we gotta go. Um Thanks for coming on and jumping on with this. We want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. It's dynamic.menace. Share it with your friends. Um, yeah, drop or, by. Let us know if you have any questions that we can answer on the show or give us any feedback about how awesome all of our mascot ideas that you may or may not have heard about because they've edited it out. Uh, but, whatevs. What uh, mascot? What mascot? What are they talking about? you speak of? <laughs> These sound like tremendous ideas. There's obviously somebody that's named Flapjack. I love Flapjacks. <laughs> you won't love these Flapjacks. <laughs> sure oh, will not. Come drop a, a unicorn. I want to be best friends. <laughs> you, you do not want to be best friends with this gumdrop. <laughs> nope. You do not. You sure don't.